This is a Clock Shelves Podcast Network production. Time for your host, JPC. Talking about childhood to travel to film and TV. Jokes, science, even weird news. Delivered from all of us to all of you. No topic is too small. Here on your weekly Paul and All. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Paul and All. As always, I'm your host, Paul Casey, and I am very delighted to have my guest on today. I believe first time ever on this podcast. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. How are you? It's Bill Cava. Yes, this is my first time on a Paul and All podcast. Very cool. Very excited to have you. The man, the myth, the legend, Bill Cava, Uh as as we all say. Sure, thanks. Um, so Bill has been a friend for several years now, met through Lost and all that sort of good stuff. Many former guests, uh, that's been the case. But, um, so one of the things though, cause we met in Hawaii, Lost Con, actually, um, I have, I just told this story very briefly on, um, another episode recently. I was talking with, uh, Jake and I said, we were talking about Hawaii before the con, you know, got canceled. Mm-hmm. We were talking about our plans and things to go back to Hawaii. And um, we said about, you know, potentially doing Pearl Harbor. And, and I said, I reminded him, I'm like, that's actually how I met Bill Kava. And he's like, oh, I f-, like, because I'm like, I don't know if you knew that. He's like, I did, yep. you know. And right. So it's, it's always. That was, uh, yeah, 2014. Yep. Yeah. And actually, I mean, because. I mean, I don't know exactly how, because I didn't know you, like, other than mm-hmm. I met some people, like, earlier that day or the day before, and then they were just like, hey, we have other friends that we know that are going to Pearl Harbor. Do you want to come? I'm like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Patty and John. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that I, was cool. That, that was really the first time, uh, lost 2014, to really meet a lot of faces that I knew you know, online and stuff. So that's, that's always fun. So see, okay. That's actually, uh, something that I didn't necessarily, uh, think to, to write down in, in the, the prep for this. Did you know mm-hmm. a lot of the people like online? Cause I know like through, you know, being on lost with friends and things like that, we've talked about mm-hmm. stuff, but like you were very into like the fandom and the, and the podcast. Yeah. So like a lot of them that went to the, to the con, you did know them. You just had never met them in person. Right. Correct. Correct. And there were a lot that I had met in person. Um, That's one of the things that I strive to do. I know a lot of people like to keep their online personas to an online situation, but I find it, I love meeting everybody face to face and hanging out. And, and uh, I really, I I just strive to meet everybody and I, and I pretty much have, you know? Well, and that's like the, the thing with me, like I didn't know anybody going to uh hawaii that very first time i was even nervous Mm -hmm. to go because i had never really been on like a big trip by myself before um you know like i'd been on planes and things but like i'd never really done like a full i mean we live not that far away from each other that's a far distance to go i was 23 at the time you know i'd never really done like a big trip like that by myself so I was uh, very nervous and I was just like I don't know anybody whatever and obviously made uh you know friends very quickly but like you because of meeting people you do go to a lot of cons that's one of the reasons that I 
wanted to uh, have mm-hmm. you on and talk to you today was ask you some some con related questions if you don't mind. Go right ahead. So uh, full disclosure to everyone out there, I I I think I broke my rule by giving Bill all the questions <laughs> beforehand. <laughs> oh, these are the real questions. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I didn't con well, I, you with fake questions about cons. There we go. <laughs> I figured we'd dispense with a lot of ums and uh, yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, it it makes sense uh, to me. It doesn't it doesn't really matter. I think it's you know mm-hmm. it's all the conversation and and I know that no matter yeah. what you have some some great stories. So you know, right? Uh, cool. So uh, I may go out of order with these, just so you're aware. Okay. So uh, the first question, of course, is what was the first con you attended, and how old were you? Uh, well, it was pretty recent. It was, um, let's see, 2014. New York Comic Con was my first Comic Con, and I was 51 years old. So okay. do the math. <laughs> so. um, that's, I mean, because you're a big, like, you're a big pop culture guy, you know, and like, right. because of, of knowing mm-hmm. Lost and all that, that seems, I'm, I'm kind of surprised by that answer, actually. Well, I mean, it's more... Let me think. Um, yeah, I mean, the same time that year was I went to a convention in Parsippany also, and that was like really the first one, probably. Now that I'm thinking about it, so I'm glad you supplied these questions ahead of time. So, <laughs> but uh, I didn't know about this outside world of pop culture. I knew pop culture how I watched it. You know, I you know, I grew up watching Lost in Space. It was like my favorite sci-fi show ever, and uh, so I. I I had pop culture from afar, and I have, I didn't even, don't even think I knew about these cons that went on, and I'm not sure how big they were. I was never really into comic books, and I guess that's really the, the genesis of the Comic Con was more of the comic book. Somehow it morphed into a celebrity kind of thing, and they still have comic books, and they still have uh, artists that do a lot of displays and sales. But um, I got into it for the more of the celebrity portion of it. Well, I always that's... got a kick out of meeting the. Actors and actresses. I think think the big thing, because uh, I think one of the ways that it started becoming just in general, uh, like a big kind of celebrity thing was uh, like Star Trek type conventions in like the 70s and 80s, because they would Mm -hmm. get because a lot of those actors, unless you were like a William Shatner or Leonard Nimoy, a lot of them didn't necessarily get like bigger roles you know, so they they supplemented their acting income by going to a lot of these cons. And I think over time, people like actors just in general and, you know, writers and directors and stuff. And then as uh, like the San Diego Comic-Con started becoming mm-hmm. bigger and bigger and, you know, everything kind of exploded from being nerd to mainstream and all that stuff just kind of grew, you know. Oh, yeah. Yep. And there's a lot of money being made, you know, I mean. I've read articles where they talk about they're walking out of those places with like green garbage bags full of cash, you know? Oh yeah. No, actors. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Because I mean, I mean, even if it's, you know, 50 people, five to $10 a head, that's, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, they were talking about Norman Reedus walking out with like 200 grand over a weekend. So, Oh, the guy from walking dead, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Daryl. Yeah. 
So, uh, that, like I said, I'm, I'm just I'm kind of surprised that it's that it's a little late, but you've since made up for it. I know I see your all your travels all the time. <laughs> yes, I enjoy it very much, and now I'm I'm grounded now. This is awful. So, yeah, I was actually supposed to go down Orlando in April. April 18th was uh, Orlando MegaCon. Uh, Dominic Monaghan was going to be there. I spoke to Steve recently. I think he was planning on going to that one as well. I think so. I think so. Yeah, he was. He so, said he was but, bummed. Yep, that's not happening. Yeah, because I think he said that one actually. Because he's a big uh, Lord of the Rings fan. I think he said all four of the mm-hmm. hobbits, right? Hobbits. I don't. I'm not a big Lord yep. of the Rings fan, but I think yep, he said all they're four, hobbits. Yeah, I think he said all four <laughs> of them were supposed to be there. Right. Uh, right. so, hobbits is not a derogatory term so I could use that <laughs> I almost said I, I I almost said like goblins or whatever but I knew people would come at me if I, if right. I even if I may, even if I said it in like a joking way I knew that it's, people will defend right. their hobbits <laughs> it's it's little people okay be politically correct it's little people <laughs> so when you go to these things do you like to go in groups or by yourself or do you tend to meet up with people there like how do you tend to to go to these cons yeah well i'm usually but you know through online i pretty much know who's going um we all kind of chat up you know chat together as the event gets closer and uh i definitely look to meet up with people uh but we I, none of us really like stay shoulder to shoulder throughout the day or the weekend because we all have different interests we all have different uh you know, panels we want to go to, different uh, people we want to meet. So, and, you know, you're waiting on a lot of lines. So, and it's good to be with somebody when you're on a line, but it's really hard to plan it that way because, like I said, people have different schedules that they that they have for the weekend. So, um, but, yeah, no, we definitely hang out. Well, that's one of the differences because, like, the Lost Con is pretty much the only, I think it's the only convention of this sort that I've ever really been to. Like I, I've had people say over the years, like friend, like lost friends where it's like, Oh, let's meet up here and go to this con or whatever. And for whatever reason, mm-hmm. it just, it doesn't work out, but I've right. never really been to any others. So I, it would have to, it would be weird because like when, I mean in Hawaii and even when, uh, when the concert happened in LA, I mean, granted, like Jake and I, for example, were staying together, but for the most part, we were trying to hang out with as many of our friends as possible. Like you said, like shoulder to shoulder. So, I mean, right. if it was like where you could, you know, oh, at this time, maybe you go see somebody from like The Walking Dead, but over here is somebody from, you know, Lord of the Rings or, you know, and then over there is somebody from like Star Wars. And it's like, I might mm-hmm. want to go to the Star Wars one versus any of those others, but you, you know, you might want to go to like Lord of the Rings or something. So right. that, that would get, I guess you just kind of have to like pick your moments of like, let's meet up for lunch or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I mean, thankfully with the phones now with the messaging, we just, you know, keep in touch and I'm here now. I said, well, you know, I can't get there yet. I'll, I'll check back in with you later. You know, it works out. Yeah. Very rarely, very rarely do you not meet up with somebody you need want to meet up with. Somehow yeah. it works. What is the farthest you've ever traveled for a con? I know you said you were about to go to Florida. I know it wasn't for a con mm-hmm. in particular. I, it was for a concert. You went to Ireland. Yes. But what's the farthest mm-hmm. you've ever for gone con? for a con like this? Um, I think you mentioned it before in California, L.A. for the second uh, Michael G. Kino concert. There was a con happening over in Burbank, uh, and Jeremy Davies was there. 
Oh, that was like, it was like a horror convention or something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And he was there and a couple of us went over um, and met him. So I guess distance wise, that would be the furthest. Yeah. I remember that, that day. Cause that was around the, was that around Dis like when we went to Disney or something? Yes. Or, yeah. Yes. Like right... This was probably Saturday. I'd imagine. Okay. And then Sunday we went to Disney maybe. Yeah. yeah. Or. I think mm-hmm. I think that's right, yeah. And because yeah. I remember seeing like, like you and and Crystal and a bunch of people had mm-hmm. like pictures that you, where you had met him. So yep, yeah, yep. So that was fun, but that's probably distance wise the furthest. Okay. Um. So you said about going to different panels and things, and and you mm-hmm. know obviously you have to pick and choose who you see and and when. But what is the best panel? Was it a person? Was it for? a film or in particular or director or something like that? Um, I, you know, actually, uh, my daughter and I just went to the Richmond galaxy con in Richmond, Virginia, probably about a month ago. Cause I, Corona was just popping at that time. So it's, yeah, it was pretty recent. Um, like you couldn't shake hands with anybody and you know, everybody had a sign. Everybody was a uh, fist pumping and elbow tapping and all that. <laughs> um, but I met uh, Brett Star. Brett, what's his name? Brett Stern. I forget. But Goodwin on Lost. So. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But uh, William Shatner was there, and he did a panel. And let me tell you, he was hilarious. Um, it was jam packed, you know, big, big uh, hall. Um, but he just talked like it was just funny. I can't telling stories you know, he was supposed to travel to Germany that week and he was trying to get out of it with this uh, virus thing. And he's like 87 years old. It was amazing. I mean, he looked like he was 65. Yeah. Tops. So, uh, but he was amazing. I, uh, Tom Holland was another good one. The guy who plays Spider-Man. I saw him in Philadelphia. I think Kevin was there too. I think he must've seen him there. Okay. In Philadelphia. That was a good one. So I'm going to go off script here and ask a, a go right ahead. question. Uh, so you, you mentioned going with your daughter, and I know a lot of the pictures mm-hmm. that you post, you, you go with, with your daughter now. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, being your kid, she knows a good amount of pop culture and just being in the world today. But when there's like a William Shatner panel, does she have any mm-hmm. interest in that? Um, you know, surprisingly, I don't know if she's just being patient or, you know, <laughs> just go with my lead order, but she's is genuinely interested, which, you know, I think she, she likes to suck it all up, you know? Um, and I said, you see that guy up there? I'm going to, and I made her on the way home. Uh, cause he talked about, he talked, some guy asked him a question. This was one of the funny ones. He goes, uh, Mr. Shatner, when you were, uh, when you were doing uh, the twilight zone, 20,000, uh, 22,000 feet of terror, whatever that episode was that he was in. You know, how did you feel about uh, this situation or what? And William Shannon says, are you kidding me? He goes, that was like 60 years ago. I have no idea. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) he he said, I have no recollection of filming that episode or what. And it's true. So old. And I I made her watch it. And she loved the episode. It was like the one where he sees something on the wing. The creature on the wing, right? Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So it's terror at 20,000 feet or something like that. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, I said, look at that guy. That guy was the guy you just saw on stage, and he's, you know, seventy years is um, older now. So, but yeah, no, she's she's genuinely interested, and she has her her own likes too. She, uh, the whole Harry Potter thing and uh, Stranger Things. Um, so she has her own interests also. 
Now, do you have to, I mean, whether you like that stuff or not, I mean, I'm assuming there are some ones where you have to mm-hmm. kind of be patient when she wants to go oh, yeah. see certain things, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the stranger things can get a little tedious, but <laughs> I mean, they have, a, they have a dedicated one, which is just Stranger Thing Con, um, which is like we did a whole weekend last year up in uh, Parsippany, New Jersey. Oh, it's a caucus. And uh, that was a little tedious, but but it was fun. I mean, I, I would assume, like, I know, uh, you know, there was Walker Stalker Con, and I know people that they would have things, like they would have lost people there and people that weren't necessarily associated with uh, with mm-hmm. uh, The Walking Dead. Like, I, I watched the first two seasons of Stranger Things. I'm probably not going to watch anymore. I don't have anything against the show, but, um, mm-hmm. like, I know I would probably get a little, like, okay, you know, like, with the, like yeah. if, I, if... See, uh, season three was actually good. I mean, I don't, I don't doubt it. Like yeah. it was just for, for yeah. various reasons. It's just, it's not necessarily yeah. my thing. Maybe one day I'll go back to it, but probably not anytime yeah. soon. Cause we actually went down to Atlanta, uh, both of us and did research on the filming sites for stranger things. We went to a lot of filming sites. She liked that. Okay. So that was cool. So you said about uh, a question being asked at the William Shatner panel. Do you mm-hmm. or your daughter ever ask any questions mm-hmm. at the panels? Uh, I have not. I mean, they get the line gets pretty long for most uh, most of the celebrities. So, and that's one thing. I do not do lines. That's another. That's another question you could throw in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I look at a line. I go, nope, not happening. So. Because they tell stories about San Diego Comic Con, how they sleep out overnight. I'm like, nope, not happening. So, well, that's the um, thing is like I've seen coverage of like that San Diego because that's like the big, you know, that's like one of the earliest mm-hmm. ones or longest yes. running ones, or whatever. And like I, you know, and you always hear about because like Hall H is like the big thing. That's where all the the big trailers debut and whatever. And I remember like I've seen coverage of it. Uh, was the video game channel g4 years back used mm-hmm. to do coverage of right. it and then you know all the the news outlets have their stuff or they're covering where other people have it and i'm always like you know i would like to go to one of those one day but i feel mm-hmm. like if you did you'd either have to like you could only see one thing whether you just you know sit there the entirety of of hall h or you'd have to like pick like one dedicated thing that you want to go to because everybody camps out so long for something like right. that yeah, if I if I went, I would actually probably not even go to the con. I would just participate in the periphery events outside of the venue, like you know where everybody's hanging out afterwards and you know beforehand. And um, I don't even think I'd attempt to go in, to be honest. Well, yeah, or that's... just go in and just walk around the floors and stuff because the display, the uh, the show floors are pretty cool too. That's where you know you see a lot of the cosplay and. Uh, all the merchandise sales and everybody's hawking their new products. So I find, I like doing that. That's, I mean, uh, so like, you know, I'm, I'm a wrestling fan and uh, WrestleMania mm-hmm. weekend is like the big thing for wrestling fans. And my dad is a, a fan as well. And we've always said that we would want to go to like a WrestleMania weekend. But the thing is similarly with like with Comic-Con, all the other like wrestling companies around the world go to wherever that is that weekend, you know, and like they Mm -hmm. set up and they have shows and they have all their stuff. And so I'm always like, you know, I I want to go, but then it's like, where, you know, do you go to the big thing or do you go to some of the other things? Like, how do you split your time? So like, I would definitely feel similarly. I mean, with Comic-Con as well, like you just said, but yeah, so I totally get that. Yep. 
<laughs> uh, so, okay, what was the worst panel that you've ever attended? I know you said Shatner was good, Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. What's the worst one? If you don't want to that, say anybody's so name hard. in particular, I get no, it. No, <laughs> I really don't have a problem. Um, it's hard to say because I, I probably wouldn't even go into it if I, you know, thought I wouldn't like it. I mean, there was one, we went to Rhode Island Comic Con with my daughter and my niece, actually. And there was a Walking Dead panel, and it was like, it was uh, three of them, and they had no idea what to even talk about. It was like they weren't prepared. Um, it was a very disorganized conversation. They were talking amongst themselves mostly. And uh, yeah, we, I said, we got to get out of here. So we just left. So, but that's the only thing I could think of that came to mind. You know, generally they're pretty well, they're, they're pretty entertaining. Like I said, William Shatner and Tom Holland, they, they, I could have watched them for two, three hours. Um, but yeah, if I could think of one, that would be it. I don't remember if I have this question on the list, but I'm going to, I'm going to go rogue here. Once again, you said, Alrighty. you said about, uh, like the, the floor versus some of the panels. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you tend to, I know you, you said about, you know, making sure that you want to go see this or that, like, do you ever go to them and maybe change your mind about going to see a panel and you just want to stay on the floor or the other way? Do you go and then you mm-hmm. decide, you know what? Yeah, maybe I will go try to see that person's panel. Oh, definitely. That, definitely. And that's the good thing about, again, our phones nowadays is where you have the schedule right in your hand at all times. So, you know, you could have a down minute or two. You're like, hmm, let me look around. Then you look at your phone. Oh, this panel's starting in you know, five minutes. So let me just shoot in there. Um, so you can really do it on the fly like that. Um, there are some panels. I haven't been to one lately where you have to actually get a wristband. In New York, it happens a lot because of the volume of people. Um, so they, they used to be like Hall H where they'd line up for hours and just sit there, you know, for like Walking Dead panels back in the day and stuff like that. Um, they would get out a wristband early in the morning and then you can go back when the, when the panel starts. But I, and even the line for the wristband would be hours long. So I, I just wouldn't do it. I'm just like, well, not going to happen. So, um, no regrets. Um, so. No, yeah. I mean, unless you, unless you know, you're going to be first or, you know, like near the mm-hmm. front of the line, if you, if you see like. I know, I mean, even we said about going to Disney before. I know you guys, I believe you guys did like that fast pass thing. And there, there were certain mm-hmm, rides right. where I, I mean, I don't mind waiting in a line. If the line time, you know, if the wait time says like an hour, unless it's one I, I specifically really want to do, you know, like, um, like I was in Disney, Florida years ago and did like Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. So like when we were in California, I told Jake, because he's not a big Disney fan. I'm like, you have to. I'm like, it's Disney. It's Space Mountain. <laughs> right. It's like the thing you have to do. But mm-hmm. like, I don't remember what the line time was. But if it had been like, you know, two hours, I would have said, ah, maybe not. But if it was like 30 mm-hmm. minutes, I'd be like, go do it. Just so you have the the thing of like, I rode Space Mountain at Disneyland. Yep. But you know, if it's, yeah, if it's way too long, I, I totally would do the same thing. Just no, just not, not in it. <laughs> yep. Well, digressing for a second. I did that recently in uh, Florida for the uh, Rise of the Resistance Star Wars ride. I got up at 430 in the morning <laughs> to go to get on this ride. And I got on it. And uh, I mean, it works good because it's not really a line anymore. It's uh, like a, they give you a boarding pass on your phone. And you kind of, it's kind of like a fast pass concept a little bit, but. And then they call you, they let you know what group you're in, and then they call groups throughout the day to come uh, get on the ride. So um, that worked out pretty good. I, I feel like that is a really good system unless you're, like, not there. 
or like if you're further away, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because like that's that's Disney, right? So like if you decide, oh well, it, it's probably not going to be for a few hours. Maybe go to the mm-hmm. other side of the park or one of the other. Oh, parks yeah, definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you could leave the park. You could leave the park and go back to your hotel room. If you get a, like a really late boarding group, you could leave the park. You know. Oh, they tell you when you get the thing when you're going to be going. Right, not a time, but they tell you like there's like 120 boarding groups from open to close. And, uh, you know, if you get boarding group 100, you know, you know, you're not good till the afternoon. So, right. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. But I think I got boarding group like seven or something. It was amazing. I think it's good. Ha- I had a brand new phone. I just got the iPhone 11 like a week before. And I must have been in a good spot in, in the park to, <laughs> to connect to their Wi Fi because I was go. like, zoom right away. So, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, I know you tend to go to um a lot of the philadelphia new york new jersey ones but what is the con that you've attended most frequently uh yeah hands down new york um philadelphia is catching up though i think new york i've been till five out of the last six and philadelphia might be the last four in a row okay so and it's you know it's not it's not a surprise i am like smack if you put a pin on a map, I'm like the equidistance between Manhattan and Philadelphia. So like, it's like an hour and 15 minutes each way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because like, I'm, like I said, we're not necessarily, I mean, we're not that far apart, but just in that, in terms of how long it takes to get to both places, I'm mm-hmm. like two and a half hours, like both ways, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, what was your biggest fanboy moment? I know you've met a lot of lost people. Was it a lost mm-hmm. person? Was it like somebody from you know, lost in space when from when you were a kid? Like, what's what's the biggest fanboy moment you've ever had? Oh, it was without a doubt beating uh, some of the Lost in Space cast in Parsippany. That's going back about six years. Um, I think I posted that picture a couple of times, but it was. I, I watch that show like religiously every day, and I still throw on some reruns now and then. Um, and it was pretty. I mean, the, it was three seasons long. Um, the first season was pretty serious. The second season got kind of a little silly, and the third season was jump the shark, Henry Winkler jumping <laughs> over a shark. It was just goofy. So, but uh, I loved it. But anyway, they had uh, Will Robinson was there with Penny. Uh, Judy and Mark Goddard was there. He played uh, Don. So and the robot. Oh, of course. So that was that was amazing. So. So. But I, I've I've had a lot of good times meeting people. Oh, I don't I don't doubt that yeah. at all. I've seen a lot of yeah. the the things I know. Well, I know one mm-hmm. of them. I don't. I believe I don't have this on here again. One of them I know you meet at almost every convention is uh, Michael Myers, right? <laughs> Yeah, he's always popping up behind me for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, all right, a lot of cons, and again, only really knowing the the lost con, and you know, just things that I've seen on on TV and movies. Mm-hmm. Do you get a lot of like gift bags or swag or any of that stuff, or is it? Because I know you said like you know you go to the 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 floor where they have a lot of stuff mm-hmm. you know for sale right. but i know just from like tv where they'll have like oh here take a pin and it's like a marvel pin exactly. or something do you get a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of stuff like that yeah i mean you know i guess the way 
it is all around nowadays. It's getting less and less, it seems like. Um, you know, back when I first started going, you'd, you'd come home with at least a T-shirt or two. Um, you know, you'd have a bag. You'd fill it up with all kinds of, like you said, stickers and magnets and pins and um, just grabbed anything. But now it's it's very – it's pretty scarce now. Okay. You know, everybody cuts corners with that kind of stuff now. Yeah. So. I mean – like I get it, but there's also I mean, you know, they want to they want to sell and make the money off of it, but mm-hmm. I think it I think it would also be one of those cool things cuz as far as I know, a lot of that stuff it's like Comic-Con exclusive or like whatever, you oh, know, yeah. whatever whether it's, you know, WonderCon right. or whatever, it's like an exclusive for that thing. So you would think that as much as they want to sell it and make their money, it's it's mm-hmm. a cool like collector's item. Yeah, I mean, the one thing you come home with usually is a lanyard, you know, with a badge. You know, okay. I got a whole string of badges. Um, but otherwise, like I said, I guess they depended on a lot of that stuff for marketing back in the day. You know, putting their name on stuff, you know, trying to push the shows. You know, the new shows would always have something. But I guess now at the digital age, you know, that's where their marketing goes now. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It seems like like it, it's for as much as these things are supposed to be sort of fan interactive, it kind of takes an element away from it. Cause like, yeah, I have more access to more people than ever, but unless I can shill out even more money, I can't necessarily mm-hmm. show my fandom as much. Right. Right. You know, well, I, I'm okay with that actually. Cause I'm trying to get rid of, I, no, I, I can't do stuff anymore. So I'm trying to purge. <laughs> I've seen like some pictures of you have like an entire, I don't know, is it room or wall or corner of just lost? Stuff, yeah. It's so. a little corner of my house. Yeah. Just a little corner. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming you yeah, have a lot of stuff. Otherwise I don't need no more little gotchkeys, you know, <laughs> little pins and magnets. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Cons day. I mean, I know there's, you know, some that go from suit. I know you said, I mean, that was uh, Disney, but I know you've said mm-hmm. that certain things go from super early in the morning to super late. What's the like length? Do you go to these things? Like I'm going to go for a day. Do you go for multiple days? Like how, how many hours in a day do you normally spend at one of these cons? Right. Well, 90% of the cons I could just do in a day, you know, unless, unless there's panels split up, you know, there's one on Saturday you want to see, and there's one on Sunday you want to see. You're going to go both days then, and not necessarily spend the whole two days there. Because um, I can definitely get through, you know, a show floor, uh, maybe meet somebody I'm trying to meet and go to a panel. I could do that in one day. So, and that's what usually happens in Philadelphia and New York. Uh, but if I'm going away somewhere, you know, usually go away for the weekend. Although I shouldn't say that because a funny story. Um, where was it? I think it was in Nashville. And one of my big, the, you know, my big wishes was for uh, Kim Dickens to meet Kim Dickens. Um, not only for Lost, but uh, Deadwood and Fear the Walking Dead and uh, Treme. I love that show. Okay. Um, so I actually went down. I flew down on a Saturday morning. Went straight to the con. I got there around 10 a.m. Um, actually met some people there I knew. And uh, I was on a plane at 4 p.m. that day coming back. <laughs> so, so, like, if you're going, so if you're going to, like, a Philadelphia or something like that, 
and I mean, whether you have your daughter or or it's just you, I know you said like for certain things you go for a weekend or obviously that Nashville mm-hmm. one, you're, you're, you know, it's just like a, a quick day or whatever. A couple hours. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever decide like, I mean, I know you said Philadelphia is not that far, but do you ever decide mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, we're going to go to the con today, but like maybe go see like the Liberty Bell tomorrow or something, or do you just tend to go? Like, oh, absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, uh, Went to um, the Alamo Con in San Antonio, Texas a couple of years ago. And uh, I was there for the weekend. And I had a weekend pass for the con. And there were some losties there. But uh, we met for dinner one night. I uh, went to see the Alamo. Uh, the Riverwalk down there was another tourist site. Um, so, yeah, I definitely like to see the tourist spots. Okay. So if I know you just said uh, this kind of answers the, the other question uh, that I have, you don't necessarily buy that many souvenirs. Uh, I know you no. collect your your Michael Myers pictures now, so that's not necessarily yep. a buying a souvenir. <laughs> but if there is right. anything that you tend to get other than, you know, standard autographs or pictures, is there anything mm-hmm. that you get like you want to you, you have in the past collected a lot of things or, or is there like from a particular franchise or anything like mm-hmm. that like is there anything like souvenir wise that you go for or well, used to go for uh, actually only when my daughter's with me it's uh funkos she loves the funkos so uh and i have a three funko limit rule so every con we go to she gets three funkos okay um and she must have i don't want maybe 60 or 70 funkos all on a yeah on a shelf on the wall okay so. Question. Every time I go in there, every time I go in the bedroom, I go ching ching ching. <laughs> so the big question is: Does she keep them uh-huh. in the box, or does she take them out of the box? No, out of the box. Okay. Out of the box. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, more of a memento than a collector's item, right? You know. So. No, like, well, because there's there's people out there who they they do mm-hmm. that where everything stays in the box because you know it's it's a collector's item. It's not a toy. Oh, exactly. and it's like no, it's she's a kid. Like let her play with the toy. Right. You know? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I the the little bit of me made I said let let me keep the boxes. I put them in a, a plastic bag and they're in the attic actually. So just in case. But uh, yeah, no, she keeps them out of the box. Okay. I know a lot of our a lot of our friends do like uh, Caleb, for example. He takes a lot of his lost ones and he gets mm-hmm. like pictures in some of the places when we're in Hawaii. Yeah, and stuff. Mm-hmm. yeah. that's fun. Yeah. Uh, One thing I don't do, though, I don't do autographs. I've never been enthralled or, you know, really wanted autographs. Yeah. No, it doesn't do anything for me. Just the interaction with the people is, is what I'm, I enjoy most. See, that's interesting. Like, I, I haven't met many celebrities. Like, I've gotten people um, – I had a, a cousin, I think, who used to work uh, filming or did whatever where Mr. Rogers filmed. So, like, mm-hmm. she got me his autograph, like, years back, you know? So, right. like, obviously, I didn't get that myself. So I was like, oh, great, I have Mr. Rogers' autograph. And then, like, mm-hmm. you know, met Jorge, got a picture with him, got his autograph uh, at the Lost concert in L.A. I got a bunch of autographs on a book that I – like a lost book that I have and stuff. I actually went, I'm a Kevin Smith fan. So at the, well, one time I went to his comic book store in New Jersey, met a few of the guys who work there who were on the TV show, got a picture. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I got an autograph, but one of them is, uh, he's an artist. Like he's actually done artwork for like Batman comics that Kevin Smith has written and stuff. And somebody was like, Oh, you should have got him to draw a picture or whatever. And I'm like, 
I got a picture with him. Like he didn't, I don't going to ask him <laughs> to like sit there and paint me Batman, you know, like, right. <laughs> like I, he, he was, he was nice enough to take a picture with me, like tell me a few stories. And like uh-huh. I, said, I don't remember if he gave me an autograph or if I asked for one or whatever, but to me at that right. time I was like, yeah, pictures fine. Like at the mm-hmm. lost concert, there wasn't necessarily that many opportunities for pictures with some of the people. Yeah, it was like, hard. Yeah. Yep. Like, that's why I was like, oh, I'll just get the autograph. Like, I had um, uh, Rebecca Mader. I had her sign the book. And then, like, Jake hands me his sweatshirt or whatever. And he's just like, get, you know, because I'm very tall. I have very long uh, arms. So Mm -hmm. he's just like, get her to do it. I yelled to her. And I'm like, Rebecca, Rebecca, my friend will kill me if you don't sign this sweatshirt or whatever. And she goes, (laughs) she just stops everything. And she goes, goes, well, I don't want any bloodshed. So she took it and signed it really quick. And. Like when That's I handed funny. when I handed uh, Michael Giacchino the book, he looks at me and he goes, "You know, there's no music involved in that, right?" And I'm like, "I know, I know." <laughs> <laughs> Just sign it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, so I, I mean, I'd much rather a picture and like maybe a you know like a quick interaction. But for a moment like that, I was I was it was nice mm-hmm. to get the autograph. You know? Oh yeah, that works. Yep, definitely. Uh, let's see. My looking through my questions here. If okay, so discounting the fact that most everything is canceled because of this uh, right. oh, the, the quarant the worldwide quarantine, <laughs> if, if there could be only one con that you go to within the next year, what would it be? Uh, a real con? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, New York for sure. New York is fun. I mean, it's fun that. The cosplay is amazing. The, the costumes these people put together are just really amazing. And that's that's part of the, the fun of it. You know, you're going there to see these costumes and uh, how creative people are. It's amazing. Um, and, and there's some good guests there at times and great panels. Um, and they have a great uh, show floor. So definitely go back there. It's getting more and more crowded, though. I mean, it's almost like a, a mosh pit trying to walk around. Um, but... It's convenient, and like I said, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty five star. So, well, now is there? That's the one. Yeah. So, like New York, you've been to. Is there any that are recurring, like that, but that you haven't been to that you that you want to visit? Um, I mean, like I said, San Diego, definitely. But I don't know how much i mean it might be just similar to new york where you just you know you go and you just go to see the spectacle of it you know right so i would probably say that one if there was one i you know it would on probably, my bucket let's say because it's probably uh more for like who's gonna be there or what's gonna be there than just going for the con itself right exactly right yeah i mean can you imagine if there was the lost panel back in the day like they had i mean that would be amazing oh for sure yeah 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 so uh, so I, I, you know, said about your favorite, uh, panel or whatever, but have you ever had like a, a personality sighting, like at a con, either just walking the floor or you just happened to see somebody and you didn't necessarily know they were going to be there or you maybe forgot, or it was just like a, Oh, Hey, I'm walking by and the line isn't very long. Let me just pop in here mm-hmm. really quick. Um, more so. Um, so when you go for a weekend, uh, there's a host hotel, right? They usually, it's usually where the con is most times. And that's where the guests are staying in that hotel. It's usually a Hyatt or something. No, it's not a, 
it's not a, a Motel Six. So, but <laughs> so, uh, I mean, they ha- and they have like very fancy lounges, you know. So we'll, we'll go hang out in the lounge, and you know, sure enough, that evening they're gonna come down and hang out. Um, so we've seen a lot of celebrities that way. Uh, I remember in Orlando, Henry Ian, Ian Cusick, you know, got to see him, talk to him for a minute or two. Um, are they like accommodating when they're there or is it just like kind of, Hey, you know, Oh yeah. I don't think they would. Well, Norman Reedus was there one time and he didn't look happy that we were, you know, trying to chat him up. So, um, well, but I yeah, I mean, you're in a public space. What do you expect? You know? Well, I know like you, like you mentioned William Shatner before and like, I follow him mm-hmm. on Twitter and anybody who follows mm-hmm. him, you know, he tweets a lot. Like, I don't know how this guy gets anything else done. Cause it seems like he's just on Twitter all the time. Right. <laughs> but right. one of the big things that he talks about is the fact that if he's out in the street or, you know, if he's like at a hotel or something like that, he won't stop and take a picture or sign an autograph or anything like that. And he's, he always says like, He's like, I make myself available all over the world, multiple times mm-hmm. a year. Like other people pay for that, you know, for that thing of like getting a picture or an autograph. Mm-hmm. If I just do it for one person on the street for free, that's not fair to everybody else. And chances are other people will start lining up and I'll never get anything done. He said most of the time when he's out, he's like going to the grocery store to get something for like his kids or his grandkids. And he doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. want to be bothered. And I've told people that, and a lot of people are like, oh, you know, he's a jerk or whatever. I, I don't necessarily mm-hmm. think he's in the wrong there. So that's why I was like wondering if a lot of them are, are accommodating or if it's just kind of yeah. like, hey, this is my time. You know, like, let me let right. me just lounge in the in the thing or, you know, get my meal or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Well, and I agree with you totally. If I was, I mean, I'm talking about like these, they're in a lounge at the convention that they're participating in. So they know what they're going to get down there. So and I think that's fine if they they're welcome to it. But if I saw a celebrity on the street, Manhattan walking down the street, there's maybe a 25% chance I would approach them. I might wave to them or, you know, shake my head, you know, nod my head as I walk past them. Um, if they were in a restaurant and I was in a restaurant and they were two tables over, 0% chance I would go over to the table. Oh yeah. You know? Like if it was, Again, I mean, you go yeah, to New I'm, York. More I might try to get eye contact or something, but I wouldn't, I would never approach somebody in that manner. So, yeah. Like you go to New York more often than me. So chances are you've seen more, like if it was in the street, if mm-hmm. it was, if they were like across the street, I wouldn't whatever. But if they were walking by, I might stop and go, Hey, I'm a big fan. Like something yeah, like yeah. that. I wouldn't necessarily be like, Oh, can I get a picture or anything? It just, you know, I would, I would, I would, cause I would kick myself if I missed the opportunity to <laughs> actually speak to them, but I would never like, automatically just assume that they would you know want to take a picture or something but i i mean Mm -hmm. i i mean i do these silly little podcasts and i like when people say like you know oh i listen to them and i'm just like great you know so i would (laughs) assume that they would you know they like being told that they you know people are fans of theirs or whatever and if it was at a restaurant i might you know get the waiter and be like you know buy them a drink on me or something if i I had the money but i would never like go over to the table because yeah no way you know I wouldn't want to be bothered while I'm eating. Like I said, if, you know, right. I might send a drink or something if I, if I was so inclined, but you know, or like, right. you know, on the way out, just give like a quick wave and say like, Hey, I'm a fan, you know, like something like that. Exactly. But, and that's all it takes. That's, that's fine. You know, I mean, face it too. They're celebrities for a reason. They like attention. So I mean, 90% of them are probably going to be receptive to a wave or, you know, or something like that. Yeah, so. exactly. But yeah. like, I mean, 
they're out doing whatever they're doing in their daily lives, they don't want to be stopped. And, you know, no. and I, I understand some people are like, oh, but they wouldn't be where they are if it weren't for their fans. Well, first of all, they have talent. Yeah, they have fans and whatever. But, like, they're mm-hmm. also people. They should be treated with respect. Right. <laughs> right. And once you get into the territory of you owe me something, then you're off, you're off base, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's see. What's my next question here? Oh, if there's one thing that you'd like to have a redo for, maybe you missed something or saw something uh, that you wish you could unsee, or you just had such a great time that you'd want to go back, what, what, what examples do you have? Um, if any. <laughs> I did it. Yeah, no. Um, when I went to Orlando Comic Con 2015, I think, it was like a mini lost um convention almost there was a uh, nesta carbonell was there henry cusick was there um uh danielle rousseau was there M- uh, mila Furman, um harold perino was there elizabeth mitchell was there so and i had pictures with everybody but harold perino i never i i never went i know i i walked by him a couple of times but i said ah you know because again, it was it was money. In, there's always money involved. So I'm like, yeah, let me just skip that one, you know. But I ha- I haven't seen him at a con since. Oh. You know, I, I don't even think he does them anymore. So that's the one I regret not stopping by. Well, now were were they just like like little t- like the tables set up for just like a like yeah. a meet and mm-hmm. greet? So that wasn't like a panel yeah. or something. No, no, these were just meet and greets. You know, get a selfie with them and stuff. Okay. So, but yeah, that's the one. So. Cause you never know when you're going to get another chance. Well, have you ever had like an opportunity where, you know, for whatever reason, you know, uh, we said before about when you're, you're there and you have to decide, Oh, I'm going to go see this panel versus that panel or whatever. Has there ever been one where it could be a panel could be a, a, a moment like that, like with Harold Perrineau or something, but where it's, it's, you kind of had to split, you, you know, you had to pick one over the other and then, you, you know, maybe you like, you're regretting choosing mm-hmm. that one instead of the other one. I can't think of an example. Maybe in my younger days, like five years ago, <laughs> <laughs> where I'd be like, "Well, I can't really spend that now." I'm just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it." So, yeah, I can't really think of a particular instance there. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of asked this before, but uh, I know you said like for that one in in Nashville, it was just a few hours, and and some of them, mm-hmm. you know, it's a it's a weekend, but. Do you have just like a general time? Like, especially because I know a lot of these you go with your daughter now. So do you guys mm-hmm. like carve out, hey, we're going to go and it's going to be a weekend thing? Or is it just depend on what what else is going on? Yeah, it depends. Usually we'll just do the day. Um, and as far as time goes, I never go before it opens. I go like a half hour after it opens. So because there's always a bunch of people who want to be the first in. And they'll just clog. I mean, it'll be a line around. Even New York Comic Con, I've gotten there, you know, early, and it just wraps around the block, around the block. I mean, it takes you like a good hour and a half just to get in. Oh, for sure, yeah. So, so, and like I said, we don't do lines. So, <laughs> I'm like, they wake me up when there's no line. So, so the final question, mm-hmm. you know, it's coming. If you could plan like the perfect convention for yourself. Who would you have panels with? Would there be a theme and what would it be? And where in the world would you have it? So let's just say 
uh, three to five panels. Obviously, you know, there might be other celebrity guests or something, but it could be three to five like panels, whether it's a TV show, a specific actor, a movie. You get, let's just say five at most. Who would you have or what would it like? What would the panels be? Would there be a theme? Would it be like just Walking Dead, just Lost or say all Mm -hmm. space where you have like Lost in Space, Star Trek, Star Wars, something like that? And where would you have it? It's hands down. This is a rhetorical question because it's lost. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's a lost theme. Um, On the island, of course, right? As was playing, as we've been doing these last couple of years, be perfect. Um, You can combine so many things with that. I'm trying to think panel wise. I'd want to see a panel of the actors and five actors. So I'd go with Matthew Fox, Terry O'Quinn, uh, Evangeline Lilly, uh, Michael Emerson, and number five, number five, number five, Jorge Garcia. So those are the five. Okay. That's an interesting They would do a panel. Yep. Tell us about, you know, their experience and all that. Um, I'd like to see a production panel. Yes. With uh, Damon and Carlton and... Uh, some of the directors, Jack I would, Bender. I would want J.J. Abrams there. I mean, I know everybody yeah. says he wasn't really involved, but like mm-hmm. I would want, because, I mean, he came up with some of the ideas early on, you know, and I would like right. to see, you know, and, and just hear him explain some stuff too. Right. And plus the other stuff he does. Oh, yeah. doesn't, you know, you can always straight account, digress into other areas, you know. Um, and... I mean, that would be the panels. And like you said, there could be, you know, we can go on with the tours and stuff of the islands. And and that would be it. That'd be perfect. We okay. almost had perfection coming up in May. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm very interested with your with your five. I, I So wait, you said Matthew Fox, Terry O'Quinn, Evangeline Lilly, uh, Jorge Garcia. And who was the other one you said? Um, Michael Emerson, right? Or did you miss that one? Okay, wait. Five. Fox, Emerson, O'Quinn, Lily, and Garcia. Yeah, so that's five. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I'm very I, – I would have thought – and I'm not saying those five are, are bad, cause, especially because I think Matthew Fox doesn't really do stuff like that that often. No. So that would be a really – That's why he was the first one I said, yeah. Yeah, it would be a really interesting thing. I mean, five is a very difficult number because, like, you know, you have to narrow it down. I, I would want to see – I'm not saying I would take any of those off, but I would want to try to figure out how to get – um elizabeth mitchell and josh holloway there as well oh yeah i didn't think josh holloway yeah elizabeth mitchell too yeah but yeah i mean that's i want to think of by the real core in my book i mean yeah i mean it's hard five five would be hard to cut it down to but yeah i I could see those two in the core yeah no i mean and like i said five i just i picked that number just Mm kind of it's very simple number but yeah, it would right. be it would be very difficult to to do. I you know what I would also like if it were me just sort of doing like a lost con type thing, and this is like in that dream world where you could actually get people, and it's something that we've discussed on Lost with friends, uh, you know, with various guests. Some of the people who didn't come back. I'm thinking of one person in particular, Adwale. I can't pronounce his last name, mm-hmm. but I would just right. love to just hear him 
because like he almost never seems to have anything positive to say. He seems to block a lot of lost related like Twitter posts and things or like accounts right. and whatever. I would just I would love to to just kind of hear like just hear him explain himself. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, right. well, a lot of the people I mean, I was talking to the Goodwin guy, you know, last month and there was really nobody at his table. So he was just like chatting my ear off. And uh, explaining the whole his lost experience a little bit, and he didn't seem too enthralled with the experience, to be honest. Really, I think the fact that he was killed off, um, he complained a little bit, bit about not being told what the his plot line was, or you know, he said he assumed that his plot line was to to kidnap Anna Lucia and bring her back for breeding purposes. That's what he was, you know, thought his role was. I was like, yeah, I don't remember that part, but, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, he didn't. And he said, no, and then he just brought me back for some flashbacks, you know? So I really, you know, he didn't seem too enthralled with the, uh, with the situation. So I wonder if, you know, some other actors might feel that way too. And see, I would, you, you know, know, honestly, I would not mind hearing that either. As much as you want to think like, mm -hmm. oh, it's my favorite show and, you know, everything was, you know, perfect in the making right. of it. Like, I would love to hear some of that stuff of like, I like, you know, there was that rumor years back about the fact that like Dominic Monaghan and Matthew Fox didn't get along or whatever. I would love mm -hmm. to just hear one of them or both of them on a panel together and just talk right. about that, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was I wasn't disappointed. I thought it was pretty cool. But uh, I just thought it was funny that, yeah, this is real life. You know, you look at these people. I mean, he's probably he's a pretty good actor. I mean, he's in a lot of stuff. He's, yeah. you know, um, True Detective. He was had a great role in last season. Um, so maybe, you know, they got great actors and they didn't get what they're used to getting. Maybe maybe that's why they, you know, look down on the experience. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, that's I mean. One thing I do like, though, is when they'll take that time. Like, I know you said you didn't necessarily have that many people at the at the table. Mm -hmm. But when they take that time, right. even the last time we were in Hawaii, when we went to see uh, Jorge Garcia's um, haunted walkthrough thing, uh, mm -hmm. our group sort of just hung out there and we were just talking to him. And he I mean, he would stop and, you know, if somebody else came through to get a picture or get an autograph or whatever, he would stop. But like he just kept talking with us and he was right. like very engaging he, yep. yeah he's just like the i i tell people like uh, at my at my new job I, I mentioned to people that like i've been to hawaii and you know i'm a fan of lost and stuff and i've told them you know i'm like do you, i'm like do you guys remember the big guy from the show they're like yeah i'm like yeah i've met him a few times uh because right. most people just remember the show they don't necessarily remember like specific character names like we do uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> but i'm like right. yeah you know i met that guy and you know he's very nice and um i have a very funny story about the fact that uh you know i asked him to get that little that little voice clip and i was trying to ask him a question and i was towards the back of the group and i just kept raising my hand and putting it down because he would just talk and talk and answer everybody else's questions <laughs> and finally he just looks and he goes what he's like it's not school you don't have to raise your hand it's all good <laughs> and of course called me out in front of all of our friends <laughs> you with the long arms back there <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly um but yeah no that was that would probably be one of the things that i would you know if and when i i go to some of these these cons that i would probably want to do and i would probably be not upset but because it's as much as it is kind of a one-on-one -on -one experience, it is kind of like, Hey, let's keep the line moving. Right. I'm sure you've, you've run mm -hmm. into that. Oh yeah. 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 Yep. 
I mean, even I, you know, that was exciting about what was coming up with uh, LostCon 2020 was I think he would have had time with these people because face it, they're not, they weren't like top line stars. So I think they'd be very receptive to some, you know, extended engagements in conversation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was and I they're mean, there for the weekend anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, one of the things I was excited about, I've said it on on Lost with friends a bunch. Like for a very long time, Richard was my favorite character. So, like, I was super excited to meet Nestor Carbonell. Yeah. You know, yeah, but, and he's very engaging. Also, is he'll he? talk. Good. Oh yeah, yeah. And with this situation too, it was going to be two hundred of us compared to you know two hundred thousand people they have to meet over a weekend at a regular con. So. See, the, the, like the fact that you just said he's very engaging, that's one of the things I like is like when, you know, because like I, you know, you and, and Kevin and various other friends have gone to these things. So I always like hearing, oh, that person's really nice or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Cause, I mean, we said it before, you know, they're celebrities and they are people and stuff, but, you know, society holds them up on a pedestal. So you do like to hear that they are, that they are. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yep. They do. I think they do have a amount of gratitude for that. You know, they understand they are where they are because of the fans. So some of them, you know, that's that they are paying you back in, in a sort of way. Well, OK, so actually that wasn't even on my list, but now it kind of brings that up. Have you ever had an experience where you met somebody and they just didn't seem interested at all? Oh, Mira, Fer- Mira Furman, man. Did she played Rousseau? Yeah. She was a hoot because she I went to Chicago uh, Walker Stalker Con, and she was there, and she was again alone at her table, with her hand on, with her elbow on the table, with her hand in her, you know, her, her chin in her hand, just like sitting there. So I went over, and she was another one who had, you know, was not happy with the situation, how her character was handled, and you know, and she was on and on and on. And she even complained in the panel. They had a panel of, you know, four of them that were there, and she was not happy. So, yeah, yeah. That's. But I, I, you know, I, I talked to. I mean, she wasn't, she wasn't shoo me away or anything, but she was just like, you know, Debbie Downer, like wah wah, Debbie Downer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess they, because like even, uh, uh, like I said, I'm a Kevin Smith fan. Like he, you know, he's Jay and he's Silent Bob, and then the guy that plays Jay said that he was at a con once as like a fan i think he was like they had done some of the movies but he was just there like he didn't have like a a booth or a panel or whatever and he saw one of the actresses from firefly i'm a because and he's a big fan of that show i'm a huge fan of of firefly and he saw Mm -hmm. one of the actresses there and he was just like looking at her and i mean i don't know he's a weird guy so like maybe he was just like staring (laughs) or whatever but she was just Uh like why do you keep looking at me as opposed to like engaging with him as like a fan or, or whatever. She was just like, why do you keep wow. looking at me? And like that kind of like, Damn. I was like upset with that. Cause I'm, you know, you want to, you want to think that they're, you know, the people that you like are, are people that would like mm-hmm. you back. you know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That's a little disturbing. Yeah. I mean, this goes way back. Maybe it's my, this is my thing with autographs. Maybe I don't like autographs because I remember back in the day again, I was like really young. I was probably like in the eighth or ninth grade, maybe. My brother and I would take uh, five modes of transportation out to Shea Stadium to see the Mets. We'd take uh, the local train, stand on the ferry to the subway. It would take us like two and a half hours to get there. And then, you know, two and a half hours to get home. So after the game, we're waiting outside the clubhouse exit, you know, for them to come out. Uh, you know, with our programs in our hand, you know, we want to get autographs, you know. 
and they would just blow by us. And I'm like, and getting their, you know, shiny new cars. And I'm like, damn. And I look at my brother. I'm like, we got two and a half hours to get home. It's like, <laughs> and these guys couldn't even stop and sign a paper. You know, that was that, that really turned me off. So, yeah, that's but I mean, situations like that. Yeah, that's and that's the kind of moment where you wish there they would at least engage. Hey, thanks for coming to the game mm-hmm. or whatever. Even if they're not going right. to do autographs, like we said about Shatner before, where if he he might, I mean, mm-hmm. he doesn't do autographs or whatever, but if he would just be like, you know, hey, right. thanks for watching or whatever, you know, at least right. that's this, yeah. This is and this is at the game. It's yeah, not like uh, the restaurant, you know. Yeah, that's but. what I'm saying. Like, if there was at least an acknowledgement of like, hey guys, thanks for coming out. You know, keep being fans mm-hmm. or something. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, but but it is what it is. So. On that, I don't necessarily have any more questions. Is there anything else that you want to talk about? I just, like I said, I thought talking about cons, and I had the idea before our con got uh, canceled, but I just thought, you know, hearing some stories. I always love hearing stories about people that do their travels. I joke with Jake and uh, uh, Mike Gilman and things like that, that, you know, they could do the traveling and I'll just look at all the pictures and stuff. So whenever you you go go somewhere, (laughs) I always love seeing your pictures. And one of the best things, like we said before, like you go now with your daughter to a lot of these things. So it's, it's definitely that next generation kind of coming up in the, the, you know, fandom geekdom, whatever you Mm -hmm. want to call it. So, I don't know if you yeah, have any more. I'm, uh, I, feel, I feel lucky to have that opportunity. You know, to have, actually share something with your kid is pretty cool. So when they have the same interest. Oh, no doubt. So. Um, like I said, I don't necessarily have any more questions. I don't know if you have any other uh, stories you want to tell. Anything coming to mind? I, I, I don't at this time, but I would definitely love to come back one day uh, and definitely uh, chat some more. All right. Well, in the meantime, if people want to reach you, where can they do that all over the Internet? Oh, I'm just Bill Kava, uh, B-I-L-K-A-V-A. I'm on Facebook. Uh, Twitter is K-A-H-V-A. I did that for phonetic reasons, apparently. And uh, Instagram also. So, uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at JPGRB. Uh, as we said, Bill has been on many episodes of Lost with Friends. We talked you know, a bit about Lost here. You can go check out some thoughts that we have there uh clockshelves.com for pretty much everything else on all the social medias at clockshelves and yeah i i mean this was this was great i love like i said i love hearing stories like this so uh maybe next Mm -hmm. time once this whole ban is over and everybody starts traveling again uh have to have you back on and hear some more stories bill absolutely no problem at all you stay healthy out there (laughs) 